All right, everybody. Are you ready for a spectacular show? Introduce the original bad hombre, the amazing nerd, the hardest working Antifa boys on George Soros's payroll. With Pablo Morale Martinez and Ernesto Mancibo, only on Radio Free Brooklyn. And you're listening to the final episodes of the Robots vs. Taxes program on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all right? Is that all right to say? Uh, I guess. I mean, we say the final episode. I'm, well... Yeah, it's it's we're coming down to the final episodes. Uh, just uh, we're we're we're, we're going to take a um, uh, another examination of how we want our show to be formatted and what we want to talk about because this politics business is for the Boyds. <laughs> it's slowly killing us. It really, yeah, really is. And considering how tumultuous the last several years have been, it's just like, oh, this is this is just self abuse that we publish on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, how have you been, my friend? How are you? I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I feel like uh, summer is flying the fuck by. <laughs> yes, it's. Uh, I still remember July 1st crisply, like crisp. And now it is July 31st. And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I, I don't think that I've ever had a job that made time fly by like <laughs> the one I currently have now really dude yeah it has been a trip yeah it's just like i blink my eyes and it's already like summer's almost over i'm like <laughs> whoa how did this happen that's in stark contrast to your previous occupation which made it seem like you were uh flying along the edge of a singularity where time <laughs> almost had no meaning <laughs> yeah but that was more like you know once you're a bear wrangler, you know, you just kind of have to, you know, <laughs> you just kind of have to acclimate yourself to the fact that uh, eventually you'll figure out that your life uh, has no meaning in the grander scope of things in terms of bear wrangling, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> But uh, but yeah, let's. Uh, what are we gonna talk about tonight? What are we gonna talk about, my friend? Um, before before we talk about anything, how are you, my friend? I you asked how I was. I how are you? I'm doing all right. I am doing all right. You know, I'm mm. recording from Staten Island. Oh, um, so and <laughs> blink twice if you need help. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Don't worry, I'm not <laughs> okay. there yet. All right. But uh, but yeah, I am. I'm just uh, I'm chilling right now, just uh, trying to keep my head above water, so to speak. Mm. And uh, yeah, life's been life's been good to me. <laughs> Does that explain <laughs> the stupid smile on your face? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants a war. 
we'll just shake hands and that'll be that. <laughs> oh man, I fucking love that movie. I don't know if there is anyone who loves Batman '89 as much as I do. It's uh, it's a staple in your in your bag of quotes uh, since I've ever since I first met you. So yeah, I think it's very very true. Uh, but speaking of of Batman or Batman, um, it's been confirmed that uh, Batfleck uh, will be showing up in Aquaman two. Great. Uh, I'm, I, I, I don't, I don't really know what to like, uh, in, in the grand contain scheme of yourself, things, contain yourself, man, contain, contain yourself. In, I mean, like in the grand scheme of things, I'm always like, okay. Um, so the MCU came out guns blazing at San Diego comic-con and <laughs> to put it now, mildly. <laughs> yeah. And then DC was like, we have two whole movies. Right. And now they're like, but also Batman is coming back. Meanwhile, a guy in the back's like, what about Flash? And they're like, shut up, shut up. Dude, I, I just imagine Flash is going to be dumped on into a red box. Like, uh, just like, you know, one oh, of those, shit. one of those machines. <laughs> like, you. Put in a you put in a twenty and it like flops out. Oh god! With a little fanfare. Oh man, they're gonna you know what? They're just gonna release it like uh, they're gonna release it on Quibi at uh, <laughs> fifteen minute intervals, and that's how we'll all have to consume it. <laughs> oh man, Quibi! Did you like wow. that? Did you like? Yes, that? I did. I did. <laughs> I'd love to be reminded that that was a thing at one point, Quibi. <laughs> Let's make snack-sized TV. Do you do you know if any of those TV shows actually became anything or? No, I I don't think they did. Um, I could be wrong. Again, I haven't tuned into a single second of Quibi, but the thing is, they they vastly uh, overestimated that people want to consume media of that type you know well produced and stuff like that at 15 minute intervals they they can't just assume that the vast the vast majority of the population is like the adult swim crowd of like 11 30 p.m into like 3 a.m you know <laughs> that's the crowd that consumes stuff at like 15 minute intervals not, yes exactly not normal people you know yeah <laughs> Oh man, uh, I, I I don't know. I don't know what to make of Quibi. Um, well, I don't need to make a, anything of Quibi because Quibi doesn't exist anymore. Um, <laughs> but I'm just kind of like uh, I'm kind of glad that uh, it's gone because <laughs> like there are some shows that I feel like could have ended up on Quibi, and I'm just glad they didn't. Like what? Um, there's a show that I'm really excited about coming up. That's uh, it's uh, based off of the YouTube. Um, uh, it, it's based off of a YouTube show. It's called um, D uh, "Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared." Huh. Uh, I don't know if I've ever shown you those videos of the puppets, 
where it starts off kind of like, you know, a, a kid's educational program. And then it turns into like a horrifying, you know, oh, uh, wonder shows in. Yeah, you've showed yeah, yeah, me that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no it's many not, a ch- we've had many a chuckle at that. Yeah. It's very different from Wonder Shows, and Wonder Shows them was just like fucked up for the sake of being fucked up. <laughs> and like those guys went on to make like one of the most annoying TV shows I've ever seen in my life, Xavier Renegade Angel. <laughs> Not to, did you ever watch that show? That show that was unwatchable. <laughs> that sounds like shit. That title, oh my god. I'm pretty sure you've seen it, and it's like it was a like a 3D show on Adult Swim, uh, where it was a guy with long hair, and with a snake for a hand, and like he had like a bird face, and like chicken legs, and he talked like this all the time. Do you did you ever come across it? That show is so fucking annoying, man. I've never come across. You've that never show. seen it. Wow. Okay. All right. But anyway, uh, back to uh, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I love that show. That show is twisted in a way that I thoroughly enjoy. <laughs> so uh, I suggest you check that, that shit out. All right. Okay. I got to yeah. keep, keep my eyes open. I'm, I'm definitely primed to binge some sort of series. I feel like I've been without um, a good TV watching uh since i would say severance and uh strange new worlds uh since both have finished uh their first seasons the only thing right now that i'm that i'm watching is the third season of for all mankind uh which is on apple plus and i've mentioned this to you before it's an alternate history take on the space race and and how the world would have like turned out had just a few things um happened differently and it's such a i'm a fan of alternate history to begin with especially when it's uh approached thoughtfully and this show really does that and uh what uh, where they are so far in regards to kind of drawing a parallel between the politics that happened throughout the 60s 70s 80s and 90s and adapting it to this show and making it different enough but still familiar enough i i feel it's just it's done really really skillfully um and they also pack in a certain amount of drama because you know it's space and shit goes wrong in space uh always so uh but it's it's not it's not done in a hacky way so i'm really enjoying all the performances but besides that i feel like i really need something else to binge I've been really meaning to check out For All Mankind because uh, I know that Ronald D. Moore is involved and he, you know, he reimagined one of our favorite shows of all time, which is Battlestar Galactica, right? That's right. So um, I'm I'm looking forward to actually checking that show out in terms of uh, I, I know you just mentioned Strange New Worlds. I'm I'm sorely lagging behind on that show. But I'm on episode five, and so far, it's been a treat. (laughs) Dare I say, possibly my favorite Star Trek show? All right, well. So I am, I'm psyched. I'm I'm actually really psyched to to catch up on on the show. Uh, It is, 
uh, it feels like it carries on because I, I you know, I, I, for as much as my hate, my my shit talking of Star mm. Trek, and you know Gene Roddenberry's opus, you know, mm. I, and there is a lot of it. You do you yeah. do do a lot of shit talking a lot. Yeah, I do. I no, I know. You don't need to remind me because I know like a lot. Yeah, I know. No, I know. <laughs> No, go ahead. Tell me again. Tell me again how much I, <laughs> I shit talk Star Trek. <laughs> Mucho. Es muy bueno. Este show. <laughs> este a strange new worlds. Es muy bueno. <laughs> Me gusta. But uh, but yeah, uh, I. Uh, I, for all the shit talking I do, there is some, there is like uh, m- uh, an affinity for the original series that I do love so much. Uh, I I really loved uh, the whole Captain Kirk era. I loved everything about that, the campiness, the adventure of it, um, the fact that like it really kind of that original series kind of scratched that uh, Star Wars itch when I was like itching for more space shit, you know, <laughs> in a way that I felt like, um, the next generation didn't. Sorry. I know I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go there, but I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go into like, you know, the shit talking. Um, but strange new worlds does hit on that kind of classic star, uh, star Trek feeling, you know? Okay. And, uh, and that's why I'm deeply enjoying the series. Okay. Um, I love cat. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really digging the whole captain Pike, you know, uh, saga of this mm-hmm. whole thing. And, you know, him encountering, uh, all these different alien races and stuff. It's really cool. It's really cool to have the Gorn mentioned. I was mm. a big fan of their episodes and the whole like, you know, you know, when Kirk fights the Gorn. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I'm I'm psyched. But yeah, well, we do need another series to binge. And uh I have just come across a show on Amazon Plus called Paper Girls that I was a big fan of the comic book. Uh, There's an Amazon a, Plus. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Amazon Plus. Oh, I misspoke. Amazon. There's an Amazon series called <laughs> Paper Girls. You mean Amazon <laughs> Prime. Yeah, that's right. There's an Amazon Prime. Look, man. Uh, eventually, both these corporations are going to fuck. And they're going to become... <laughs> Amazon Plus. <laughs> oh shit, man. Okay, and then, so uh and then they're going to they're going to pull the severance thing on people where they're going to uh they're going to upload shows into your brain and if you want to remember the sh- how good the shows were, you're going to have to pay 9.99 <laughs> a month to remember the shows. <laughs> that's uh that's that's frightening in the sense that you know you're pop- you're popping shit right now but who knows in a decade or two that could be fucking true yeah dude i'm serious 
fucking Elon Musk is going to be involved, him and his weird fucking body. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> oh, and, and, and his and his Neuralink shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And his Neuralink shit. Um, you know, they're they're going to they're going to pull severance. That's that's the whole end game to that. Mm. But uh, but with the uh, Amazon Prime show, uh, Paper Girls, I'm going to check it out. I'm also going to check out the new Amazon Prime show, uh, the uh, the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power show. Huh. Huh, that's surprising because you're not you're not into like magic and shit, you know. No, I'm not. You're you 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 poo pooed on that genre in general. You're just like The Witcher. Fuck that guy. Yeah, it's true. No, no, you're right. Because The Witcher, it looks like he stinks, right? (laughs) Like every time Henry Cavill shows up, I'm just like, oh, he smells. He sm- like he's got, oh, he's got gray hair and he doesn't bathe, right? Oh, God. There's just such a so such a grimy thing that I have with like medieval lore. Plus, it's I don't know, you know, I, I, I I'm of the mindset that it's like it's very white. You know, I'm kind of like mm. over like. The European, you know, now the European history has dragons and, and you know, trolls and dragons and whimsy. And it's just like, uh, yeah, I've seen it, you know, I've seen it a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm tired. I'm so very tired. Uh, uh. I want to see, <laughs> I want to see the Wakanda Chronicles. You know, I want to see tales of ancient Japan or like other cultures it's just mm. I, I'm kind of done with all the medieval shit, but um, I have I do have an affinity for the Lord of the Rings um, okay. because I really liked the books growing up and I uh, enjoyed the movies. I li- I loved Peter Jackson's masterpieces. They were they were quite entertaining to watch, if not long, but you know there there was a lot of story to tell, uh, to say the least, and he definitely pushed cinema in a way that wasn't uh so fucking self-aggrandizing like uh james cameron who's just like you know look at my avatars i have single-handedly bought cinema into a new stratus worship me and my blue people like (laughs) i love that he interrupted his own thought (laughs) it's like Behold, I have reimagined reality because I am so, uh, and so I have made it a reality, (laughs) Pandora. So weird. It's like we get it enough. Like, God damn. Although those, I got to say, those Avatar movies I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to them. It's kind of it's going to be interesting really? to see. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see this experiment play out. It's more of a morbid curiosity, and I think I've discussed oh, it before. Okay. Because I'm okay. just like, he's banking on this shit. Uh, a movie that just hasn't aged well. <laughs> I'm just, uh, <laughs> and he he has done a lot of shit talking. About like the Marvel movies and like you know uh, he wants to bring a, a, a spectacle the likes of uh, Denis Villeneuve with his Dune movies you know mm. 
He's like he he couldn't stop talking about how like fucking the Dune movies are what it what it should be about, not this whole like rinky dink. We're gonna save the universe and tell a couple of fart jokes along the way. God damn. Well, first of all, uh, I I really enjoyed uh, the new Dune movie. I it's one of those movies that's quickly becoming one of uh, one of those you can just put the movie on in the background and it's always good uh for me i i just enjoy the way it was shot the scale of it things like that that being said um it does not fill in the gap for me in regards to like the marvel goodness and i don't know why james cameron has to be a uh you know one or the other kind of guy when it comes down to this like it's like there's plenty of room for both yeah there is i mean i i kind of see his point i i like i kind of see the point who of, are you who are you are you is he banking <laughs> is he banking like your life right now because first you're like oh, i'm kind of looking forward to these uh avatar movies i was sitting next to you during dune when they dropped that trailer and you and i looked at each other right afterward and we went eh. you know we looked right in each other's eyes in agreement and now you're just like i don't know Give it a chance as oh, what? like the hundred dollar bills Avatar, fall out of your Dune. shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, man, those dollar bills were already there, you know. Uh huh. I was I was doing I was pulling an overtime shift at Chunkies, which is like a strip club for for men of of above you know above certain weight class. Oh my god! Bears, if you will, and. <laughs> And you know, a guy's got to make his money, some way or another. Did you say the name of the place was called Chunkies? Yeah. Like <laughs> 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 buffets befe- between the hours of 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. What? Mostly bacon. <laughs> S- sloppy Joes. Oh gosh! All right, all right, all right. This is getting really gross. Okay, smells like the inside of a sock that's been worn for a week. (laughs) Who the chunkies? Who the fuck is the clientele? Chubby chasers. (laughs) Oh. Oh. They want that chub, my friend. They want Dad Bod City. That's what it is. That Dad Bod City is across the street. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> anyways, we're talking about Avatar. Look, I, I, look, I, I've, I've told you before, I, I do have a morbid curiosity because it is, it is an experiment, right? Mm-hmm. If, one of them, if one of them fails, there are two more. Two to three more. Mm-hmm. So... What is he going to do? Like, if one of them flops, are they just going to keep coming out and flopping like fucking, like, every other Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, Dominion, blah, blah, blah? You know what I think he's going to do? What? I think he's going to somehow format these movies so that they appeal to um, incels and the ultra-right wing. No way. 
No way. I think so. I think I he's going to make so. I think he's going to make the villain so villainy. He's going to make them so like cartoonishly like eh we we've come back for the unobtainium. And and you didn't beat us last time. That was a farce. It was the media that convinced everybody that you beat us, but you didn't. All right. We're here to uh, I don't know, reclaim the voting machines, whatever the analogy of that is in the Avatar uh, universe. I think there's going to be some sort of subtext that's going to make these fucking neckbeards come out in droves, stink up the theaters, and uh, that's what's going to keep it afloat. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I no? um No, no. because, because uh, the... Because uh, uh, James Cameron has made no bones about the fact that he's huge lefty, right? He's a neoliberal lefty, blah, blah, blah. Mm. You know, he's challenged Tucker Carlson to a debate, which I'm just like, oh, well, that's ridiculous. You know, that's something only like a weird, weirdo billionaire does, you know? <laughs> give that asshole a, a more of a platform than he already has. But, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think that, that, uh, he is aiming for, uh, the right wing, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think he's aiming for like a right wing audience because the movies itself are about, cl I think they're about climate change and, or, uh, kind of, uh, uh, a protection of indigenous peoples, you know, hmm. albeit okay. blue and uh, a little with a slice of cultural appropriation for good hmm. measure. <laughs> but still, you know, that's that's where he's coming from. So I don't believe that he's going to go for like he's suddenly going to make it Starship Troopers, but okay. like not a satire. You're probably right. You're probably right. I'm just, it's just, there's so much invested in the, in these fucking films. I can't believe that the studio is just like, yeah, it's been over a decade, but make three more. How much? A billion? Yeah, why not? Here's a blank check. Um, I, I hope that's, I hope there's somebody like in charge in the background. I hope there's somebody who's just like, hey, um, <laughs> these are our jobs, you know? <laughs> There's no but dude that that dude has uh uh made billions of like every there so far there hasn't been a movie that of his that has flopped maybe the abyss um really the abyss the abyss flopped I don't you know what I don't think so I don't it didn't do you know avatar numbers but um <laughs> it, it wasn't like a ginormous you know monster hit Huh. Because he, he, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm talking out of my ass right here. Maybe it was a ginormous <laughs> hit and I don't know. But, like, nobody ever talks about it. Barely anybody ever talks about it. They talk about Terminator 2. They talk about aliens. And, you know, those are his basically, those are his touchstones. You know, I, I think it's hard to get people on board with water. I think, I think it's always been that way. I mean, has there been any, like, ginormous movie that's been primarily set in water where people are just like oh man we got to go see that water flick unless Aquaman. it has Aqu well yeah but it had jason momoa and it's more of a superhero film than like yeah, a water true. film 
Oh, you're um, straight up. You're talking about the movie's just straight up about water. Just like water, you know. <laughs> um, it's uh, you're just watching waves. Yeah, it's just waves, you know. <laughs> unless, unless, I mean, if it's <laughs> if it's based on any level of like uh, science or whatever, I think people tend to get turned off. So unless there's some sort of animated creature as the focus of it, or uh, it's tied to another genre like superhero films, or if it has a submarine in it, submarine films tend to do decently. But mm. if it's just like, you know, we got to go study water. People are just like, ah, like what's uh, what's um the name of that film? I think it was called like Deeper or... Uh, it, it was it starred that that girl from the um the twilight films oh well it was that movie was called underwater underwater it, it was just basically un it was it was like it was basically alien but <laughs> underwater uh, that's wow that's such an unimagined i was like yeah it had some some fucking bland ass name that like some some executive came uh, came up with in between like coke binges. Like, we need a name. Uh, underwater, whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and you know the 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 thing is, I saw that film, and with some reworking, it could have had some real potential because the ending ties into a very like H.P. Lovecraft kind of lore. Um, yes, yeah, and the, and the I whole thought, Cthulhu thing at the end. Yeah, yeah, pretty interesting. I thought, I thought if they would have like played that up a little more, it would have given the the film a different kind of air <laughs> because it was underwater. Anyway, oh um, god. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but instead it was just like, eh, you know, whatever. Yeah, I. You know what? Uh, in in the grand scope of like underwater movies. Like wh what do you have? You have Abyss. You have Leviathan. You have Underwater. What's another good one? Deep uh, Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea. Sphere. Um, Sphere. Or as my dad. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot about that one, huh? You Dustin Ooh. Hoffman's. You Sharon Stones. You Samuel Ooh, L. Jackson. man. And in a bit role, Queen Latifah biting it from oh. a jellyfish stings. Oh, God damn. <laughs> you know, I fucking watched that. I rented that movie and watched that movie over and over and over again. Because, and I'll tell you, uh, I have a profound appreciation and a fear of movies that take place underwater. Really? So, yes, because... Deep down inside, uh, I have what's that? What's that fear called? Fascinophobia, like the fear of underwater, like large bodies of water. Mm. I have a fear and fascination of large bodies of water, and I am instantly curious about like giant creatures under the sea. Hmm. One one of the best things about this recent uh, uh, this recent Star Wars animated series, what's it called? Uh, the Bad Batch, right? Did you mm. see the Bad Batch? Did you see it all no. the way through? I didn't. Okay. There's this amazing part. Dude, you should watch it. The Bad Batch is fucking tits. So, uh, uh, <laughs> so there's this amazing moment where they're all trying to escape this underwater base. 
and uh, it you know there's a creature that's outside that's trying to get into the base, and it makes my skin crawl in the best way because I love shit like that. It's I love the horror of murky waters and not being able to see some kind of weird giant creature, you know, reaching out to come get you. Um, so that's my long answer to saying I think Underwater is a classic, and uh, I make no apologies for that. So there you are. This episode's just been full of surprises in regards to what you lean toward. <laughs> I, I, do, you have, do you do you do you understand that though? Do you, do you have that same fear, or are you just like that fear slash fascination with any other kind of genre of horror, or or are you just like nah? I ain't afraid of no man, or I ain't afraid of no thing. <laughs> I, <laughs> look the the the. The murkiness and the the un uh, unexplored nature of like the deep sea it is fascinating. I don't have I don't think it goes to the same level as as your fascination, but um, it uh, you know it engages me. But at the same time, I, I feel like there hasn't been a movie for me that's knocked it out of the park. Well, like when you mentioned Sphere, right? Sphere. <laughs> Sphere had some pretty like high sci-fi concepts in it, especially yes. with yes. the whole like this mysterious object that is able to kind of like warp reality. Yeah. Um, but it didn't really go anywhere. And, and then at the end of the movie, it's yeah. just like, eh, none of this matters. <laughs> yes, dude, there is no movie that profoundly shits the bed, like utterly shits the bed like that movie. Um, like that movie just is just like by the halfway mark, it just shrugs its shoulders and it's like, I don't give a fuck. You know, we got <laughs> special effects and oh, Sam Jackson's having a dream, you know, uh, <laughs> Calamari. It's, yeah. it's a ball, you know. Dustin Hoffman's freaking out. It's so that movie is is so bad. But uh, you know, when I was a kid, I was uh, I I loved it for because uh, I love I'm both horrified and fascinated when like uh underwater creatures attack people. So, um uh hmm. so I'm uh, I I hate to say that uh, I was a fan of Sphere at the time. Not anymore, obviously. <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not in my you know blue la Blu-ray library. Not yet. No, not well. No, not ever. I that know. is unless <laughs> that is unless I could suddenly get bombarded with mail <laughs> from fans of the show. <laughs> That would be fucking hilarious if you just yeah. kept getting like different uh, Blu-ray iterations of of Sphere. Obscure. You get like oh the special like Indian release of Sphere. Oh shit! More Dustin Hoffman, more more Sharon Stone. Holy oh, shit! Oh god, you get the collector's edition that actually comes in a Sphere that you can yeah. display on top of. Oh, that'd be. That'd be, That'd so be embarrassing sick. because oh, I just man. lie to people and say that was a bowling ball. Uh, 
It has a vial of Dustin Hoffman's blood in it. It'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm bleeding here. I don't know how to do an impression of uh, Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> I'm at the water here. <laughs> But, uh, oh, but shit. I, uh, but you know, um, shit like when, when they cut to like those big epic shots of Atlantis un- underwater in the new Wakanda forever trailer, I'm mm. like, yes, yes, wetter, more blue. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. More whales, you know. <laughs> Wetter. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, man, I can't wait. Well, apparently, um, it's not called Atlantis uh, in Wakanda Forever. It's uh, they've given that kingdom a different name. Um, okay, good. As at since this version of Namor is um, uh, Aztec based, so. Yes. They're leaning more towards something that is um, congruent with, like Aztec mythology, and I'm I'm fucking happy about that one because I think it highlights a whole other culture, and I think they're gonna handle it intelligently. It's not just gonna be like, oh, water people bad, Wakandans good. It's gonna be like complex, and um, that's why we won't see uh, Namor die at the end because he's not exactly a villain. He's more of an anti-hero in certain yeah. ways. Um, well, I mean, he's that way in the books. Like, he's just a he's a dick. Yeah, in the books. no, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that. And plus, you know, it makes all the um, all the incels cry. It's just like, my no more is. It's just like, shut yeah. up. What's the purpose? The the, the most common uh, argument. Of you know the whole uh, Namor controversy, if it can be even called that, mm. I I roll my eyes as I'm calling it that. But uh, the whole controversy is that they're saying that the changing of his ethnicity for visibility doesn't serve the story, and I'm like, uh, for one, you hear that right? You hear that kind of argument. What's your first take on, you know, people who say who utter those words, who flap their lips and make those noises at you? It's just like it doesn't serve the I don't understand what why are they doing this for visibility? Like it doesn't serve the larger story. How would the original how does it disserve the larger story? Really? Like that's a general statement, right? It doesn't serve the larger story. How? You haven't right. seen the fucking movie. Like right. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh my god, right. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. I'm just like, you haven't seen it. Why would you say that if you haven't seen it? You know, and they're just like, what are they trying to do this for? For visibility? I'm like movies are visible like what <laughs> what is this question <laughs> they just they're just choosing a term to run with because they've utterly uh run the very paper thin uh excuse that they that's been their favorite for the last several years it's just like oh it's just 
wokeness. Oh, it's just diversity hires. Oh, it's just this. It's just that. It's like, look, guys, we all know this is just your new nomenclature for racism. Yes. You're not fooling anybody. People who have been subjected to racism kind of have a sixth sense about this. Kind of have a whole fucking PhD on this fucking subject. Yeah. So you like playing with vocabulary? Doesn't yeah. Work. Right. <laughs> it's the MCU. Get it? She because all the girl like the, they're turning <laughs> all the all the oh. characters into she's. Oh man, some neckbeard was patting himself on the back over that one. MCU, MCU, you know. <laughs> As he drinks Kool Aid from like uh, a like tiny plastic cup. <laughs> <laughs> all his buddies just like, like good one. All his his four chan message boards are just like yeah. <laughs> no, let me post underage pictures of anime girls. I know, right? <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, ugh, to run through their hard drives. Whew. Yeah, gross. Ugh. But uh, but yeah, so that's that's the the whole controversy going on with uh, with the beefs, the Comics Gate beefs mm. against the MCU and Namor. You know, <laughs> the Namor controversy. There's, There's one other. Thing. There's one oh, other ahead, controversy with with that. If I could just uh, touch it real quick, um, yes. I don't know if it's as big as the uh, as the Namor controversy, quote unquote. But uh, there's been this maybe rumble of a movement uprising online saying like, "Oh, we we better see <laughs> if Shuri's the new Black Panther. We better see a training montage." And it's just like, "Oh, why? So she can prove herself to you? Like, did we see T'Challa training?" <laughs> throughout no. like civil <laughs> yeah. war and and black panther like get the fuck out of here like she <laughs> this is the genius behind almost all wakandan technology in the modern day she's fucking works with nanites she made black panther's newest suit out of fucking nanites it it stores in his necklace but you want to see her do some push-ups like shut the fuck up <laughs> I, I I don't get it. She is among the, f she's in the family line to be a Black Panther. Should something happen to T'Challa, like of course she's received training. Like what? What is this like lo logic? It's like read a comic book, guys. She has trained. She's it's, been Black Panther before. It's just a double standard that they put between uh, men and women uh, in the MCU. It's just like it. Like that whole thing in Endgame where, you know, they all got in a in a tizzy uh, because you had like 10 seconds where on the battlefield you saw all of the female characters kind of like unite in this moment of solidarity. And people were just like, oh, that's so unrealistic. It's just like, okay, so all these <laughs> superpowered beings fighting for magical rocks uh, to bring back half of the universe, which was killed five years ago. But the ladies <laughs> kind of yeah. uniting for a second. That took you out. <laughs> that. <laughs> Why does it have to be woke? Why does it have to be woke? You know, it's uh, it's such bullshit. There's another controversy that um, is uh, starting to bug me a little bit. 
and it's coming from a very unlikely place in terms of uh you know the discourse around namor and um the fact that oh the, you know we're the latinos are like latino representation uh i'm like hold your horses there has been latino representation in these movies already um it's been lapita nyango she's a mexican kenyan actress like chill like stop with this whole like this is our moment St mm. shut up <laughs> stop do it stop do it don't embarrass yourself oh latinos do better oh shit man like I, I, it's just so like if anything this is a, a moment for like indigenous people's indigenous representation of latin america mm. in film mm. that doesn't get like what did they get? They got one movie, Apocalypto, right? <laughs> a Mel Gibson movie where they're just basically like chopping at each other with, with swords and they're like, oh, savages and shit like that. Not showing the rich cultural history. But this, this is a good chance to like see the like a, an indigenous kind of sci-fi take on like, you know indigenous peoples and mm. and for it to be co-opted by like oh latinos this is our mom at uh cumbia you know fuck you <laughs> um <laughs> and on top of and on top of all of that remember that this is happening within uh within a film that has up to this point this is only the second film has been about black representation like yes it's, exactly it's, you know which which just goes to show which just goes to show this could have been done at any point in the MCU's history in any other film. Why it has to be kind of like, I mean, I understand why, but why does it have to happen like during Black Panther? Um, especially one that, you know, let's let's just face it. We're all going to be a mess by at the beginning. Yes. And end of this fucking film. Yes. Like, Agreed. Um, <laughs> It's uh, I, I have faith in Ryan Coogler. I know he's going to he's going to knock it out. He knows how to be sensitive as well as make a fucking movie, you know. So uh, but it, it just kind of uh, shows us going forward like, you know, these characters and history and culture can be included in other films it doesn't have to be like okay and here comes the color you know kind of like with um miss marvel and that whole kind of traumatizing history of the of basically colonized india and and oh yeah and how it was like how the uh the divide between pakistan and india happened yeah, yeah. that was yeah um I, yeah i don't I can't speak to that, but uh, with regards to Wakanda Forever, I'm just like, it's a movie about a, it's a movie about an African uh, country, mm. like that. Like, let's not, let's not come in and just be like, you know, Boricua, for, you know, <laughs> I'm just like, La Latinos forever, you know. <laughs> La raza and shit, like don't, don't, don't do that. It's not. This is not about that. <laughs> don't do be, that. There will be no salsa congress. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
like there there will be a time and there will be a place for that like guys just chill the fuck out okay like plus plus you y'all y'all don't want to start some sort of like you know bachata dance battle and the door melage have to be like oh yes we are trained in this too and then just tear the <laughs> shit the fuck up you know yeah exactly exactly <laughs> Fucking shit, man. I, I know that's probably not going to make me any friends. <laughs> that point of view is not going to make me any friends. Uh, My discourse about Lynn Manuel Miranda is probably not going to make me any friends either, but whatever. You know what? This, this is just the yeah. way I see it. You're basically unwelcome in Washington Heights. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, in the, in the Heights fans. I'm not making any friends with... In the Heights fans, the Lin Manuel Miranda heads, who are just like Miranda forever. We're serving you your Miranda rights, and I'm just like, shut the. F- I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh my god. So, anyways, whoo! Before I went on that rant, um, I'd like to take the time to talk a little bit about the next phase of DC. (laughs) I am really excited because they announced that they are definitely moving ahead with the Batman 2, and I have heard rumblings of one of my favorite villains of Batman's rogues gallery, Mr. Freeze, being thrown around, and I'm wondering how they'll pull that shit off in a in a movie that it seems so grounded in realism for a movie about a guy that dresses up like a bat maybe uh, maybe he's just a guy who like really likes ice or uh i i've got nothing I've yeah got nothing i've got nothing since, i'm just since. like will he have a freeze gun is that is this the kind of universe that we're in like are they gonna go like i would love for them to go to, I've i've had enough of this whole like batman grounded in realism realism shit Hmm. like i really kind of want to make it like comic booky a little bit like Hmm. yeah it's cool but you know uh, i don't i'm tired of him being wrapped in armor like being bulletproof Hmm. i'm just like that's some iron man shit iron man's bulletproof right Hmm. just make batman like a ninja don't make him like a kind of like a, you know uh, a, a guy that's wrapped in armor and you know can can fly down a building and then <laughs> hit like a bunch of shit on the way down and not break a single bone in his body the, his ne- his head should have been gone can we talk about that for a second you know what that just proves something it just proves that <laughs> batman he's a black widow it's a yeah no it's true yes you're right <laughs> God, Black Widow. Dude, I totally forgot that movie came out. I totally forgot Black Widow came out. That movie was so forgettable. Uh, Which sucks, because I did like a lot of things about it. It's just like, all in all, like, it just doesn't... It's like kind of like a fart in the breeze. It's like, whatever. There it goes. Um, But, uh, yeah, uh, uh... I, I'm wondering what the next phase of the Batman is going to look like, you know, mm. given that it's established itself in such realis- realistic terms, you know, 
who do you want to see in the Batman universe? You know, if you could pick anyone from the rogues gallery that can be, you know. Mm. I um I feel like with this uh with this iteration of Batman, I feel like a live action hush would be really engaging. Yes. Um cuz it would cuz it would f- really bring to the forefront the more cerebral aspect of Batman. Um but it also gives potential for like really great action, especially with how uh like clever hush is so um yeah i think that would really work for this new franchise i would really like bronze tiger just michael jai white just kick his ass holy shit (laughs) holy (laughs) shit oh my god oh michael jai white up against uh (laughs) robert r pats (laughs) oh my god robert battinson Oh, oh shit Oh my god. Dude, have you by the way, speaking of like uh, unfair fights, have you seen how brolic the dude that's playing Kang the Conqueror got? Yes. Like there's there's a picture floating around of him like looking like the goddamn Hulk. And I'm like, how are they f- pitting that guy against Paul Rudd? Woo wee, man. Well, I mean, you know the MCU. They they force all of their actors to get jacked and then necessarily not really show them off. For example, um, in The Eternals. Uh, I, I'm, I'm so sorry I forget his name, but he is uh, he is the man of uh, Indian descent. Uh, oh, fucking uh, Kamil Nanjiani. He's dude, Pakistani. Pakistani, thank you. Yeah. Dude got absolutely ripped in like the year before the movie even dropped. It was just pictures of him just fucking jacked. Never took his shirt off for one scene in the whole fucking movie. No, yeah. <laughs> dude. Oh, my God. Yes. That dude's chin got jacked. That dude, everything about him got jacked. I was so surprised when I saw that that picture that came out, that promo of, like, men's health is just like, look at me now. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, and he God. never took <laughs> off his fuck, like. Didn't even put him in a wife beater, like for fuck's no. sake. You know? <laughs> I'm just like, you got to at least, you know, do to have him uh, give him like a, a Thor scene where, you know. Right. Just like, exactly. oh, I'm just, just taking off my shirts over here, you know. <laughs> God, that speaking of forgettable movies, I'm sorry, they're. Like there are bits of that movie that I really enjoyed, but geez, overall I I can't. I, I it's like it falls under my it falls right above Thor: The Dark World. Oh wow, wow. Yeah, well, you know, it was it was a movie, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, they're talking about Eternals too, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I don't I don't care. I feel like Eternals 2 will be great once we head more toward the uh, the cosmic aspect of the MCU, which should be after Phase 5. Um, yeah. Because right now, I think Phase 5 will definitely be more about like street-level uh, superheroes, especially since we're getting uh, Daredevil back, we're getting She-Hulk. 
Um, we have Miss Marvel, which is transitioning from street level into cosmic. You know, if you saw uh, the yes. whole, you know, so but uh, like once we start dealing with a lot of cosmic shit, then bring the Eternals back because then it'll make more sense. Dude, I can't wait. And I know we're running out of time, uh, but I can't wait. Uh, for Marvel to stop doing all this cosmic shit. I really want them to come back to Earth and deal with street-level shit because I'm just like, I, I, I really want there to be a moment where they they the Avengers, you know, after they go through the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars and they fight Doctor Doom and the High Evolutionary and all that shit, that they turn around and they realize that they're a bunch of, like, Earth-bound villains that are taking up arms and they're just like you know you guys have been away in the cosmos fighting you know space aliens for so long you forgot that we're still here you know and it's like you know the masters of evil that's what i'm waiting for i want the masters of evil i want the masters of goddamn evil already but you but you know who's going to take care of them the mutants and the mutants are going to uh. Take care of them, but also catch a whole bunch of shit from everybody else. And then when the Avengers come back, means are going to be like, where the fuck were you guys while we were <laughs> getting shit on? And then Avengers versus X-Men. Oh, damn, man. You are. Damn. You've solved that problem like <laughs> so fast. Feige, I thought I call had. me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, what, but what about the street things? And you're just like, I got it figured out. Um, Sprite! I don't know why. Uh, that's, that's, I'm trying to get an endorsement at this point. Uh, but uh, should we cap it here? I think we should cap it. All right. Uh, well, thank you for tuning in. I have been Pav. And I'm E. And together we are the Robots vs. Taxes program. On Radio Free Brooklyn. And while you're out there, you could try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the Week. Song of the Week.